0: Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury. And today's episode, how to differentiate between fear and intuition. I don't know if this ever happened to you when you're in a situation where you have to make a decision, something that has been presented to you sound interesting or you feel like it would be worth investing in, but you're not sure. You wonder how to make a decision. So you may feel like you should ask a friend, you may check online to see if there's any review on whatever is being offered to you. There are other times where it boils down to you. Is it going to serve you? Can you trust your instinct? Or do you listen to the, your reason? The problem is with when we look at it from our reasoning mind or our five senses, meaning what we see and what we hear, sometimes it may be deceiving. The deceiving may come because we have preconceived ideas already. And depending on our past experience, this particular thing that is being offered may sound too good to be true and you may walk away from something that could have changed your life. But you will never know if you walk away from. In this episode, I'm going to explain how to navigate between the feeling of fear and the proper intuition. So basically, the first thing to address is fear of what? So is it fear of losing something, like fear of losing money if I invest into something that, is, um, that could change my life, but it's expensive at this moment, and I'm afraid that I might not make the ROI on that investment? Or is it fear of pushing myself out of my comfort zone? Or is it fear of being taken advantage of? Or is it fear of failure? There's many different kinds of fear hidden within your body. So the first thing is listen in. And I would say someone who has something that it will be life-changing for you, that person should not put an, an absolute, you have to answer now or the, the deal will go. It, it, you should have some times to think about it personally i I would not force into I know that it's a tactic in marketing to create a certain level of scarcity so that you act while you're thinking about it and I get the urgency of creating this kind of promotion but basically for me I treat my clients the same way as I want to be treated meaning if I meet someone and I say you know, I know what you're telling me sounds good, but I want to think about it. I want to think it through. Can I come back to you tomorrow or next week or something like that? And if the person says no, I already know that that is not a good deal for me. The first thing I want to know is, will I be able to go through it? Like, will I have the time to invest? Like my mentor, Aaron, who's created an Inner Circle mentorship program, and when I signed in, I knew that this program will happen in San Diego twice a year and the rest would be on Zoom at a certain time during the week. So I knew I could commit to that. But if the trip would have been to go to, let's say, Hawaii three times a year, I would not have been able to, to do that. So I would not have joined in. At the end of the day, there's no right or wrong answer. It all boils down to where you are in your life and what you want to achieve. The deeper question would be, like, are you heading where you want to go? Basically, if you want to succeed in something, but you're never getting there, and every time you get an opportunity, you ask your friend, and your friend always walk you out of the deal, And then you look back two, three, four, five years later and you say, well, yeah, I never progress forward. Well, maybe asking that friend, it may not be the right thing to do. Now, the question, again, if you go ask your friend and the same friend all the time, just know that it's no accident. You may use your friend as the right person to ask the question to help you walk you out of the deal because there's hidden fear, again, of committing or feeling like you want to invest in yourself. Sometimes there's a worthiness in the background. Are you worthy of that education? Are you worthy of having that information? At the end of the day, it pays to buy information because it it gets you faster forward in what you want to achieve. The question is, where do you really invest your money? Is it in the right place or not in the right place? that you will not know unless you try it and then you assess my experience is telling me that through the last five years of going and navigating around several people who have uh, suggested that i follow one of their program i have to say that i have no regrets and the reason i say that is because although i may not promote that same person to somebody else the learning in itself was priceless to me and that is because I took the time to assess what was the learning in there. That makes a big difference. I would not be where I am today if I hadn't invested in myself. However, it's not for the faint of heart. Many people wish to get started in a business or wish to have more success in life or more time and more money. and their biggest struggle is just to commit to improve something. It could be a, a piece of education. It could be wanting to learn a new language. Or it could be a software. You want to learn a new software that will help you out. The commitment can be challenging. And oftentimes when we don't want to commit, is there's also fear in the back of it, right? fear of failure. What, what if I sign in into this? but I don't enjoy it or whatever it is. Like I I said earlier, there is no right or wrong answer on this. It all boils down to are you achieving the success you are looking for or are you heading where you want to go in life? Knowing what you want, knowing where you are heading is key to knowing when some opportunity comes your way, if it's the right thing to get on board with or not. Now, there's something I want to address is about being hungry. There's a public speaker named Les Brown that's really popular that is talking about being hungry. I like, he means it from a place of, do you want to succeed? Are you willing to commit to, to better your life? And he uses the, the term being hungry from a place that if you want to achieve something, you've got to be willing to put the effort Now, there is another part of being hungry is when you desperately looking for, let's just say, make a lot of money quickly and you're looking for any opportunity that comes your way that sounds good. However, by being too hungry, you might make a decision to embark into something that is not going to serve you. And it's because you're hungry, your body is taking over your ability to think. So you jump into something quickly, and you also will tend to get out of it quickly. That state of mind of being hungry, in your case, may not help you. I see it this way, and I'm going to make a parallel between being hungry and a magical kitchen, when if you can cook anything you want, then when someone comes at the door and say, hey, I have wonderful pizza here for you, you may say, oh, Thank you for the pizza, but I don't really need it because I can cook the same pizza. The, the dynamic between you and that person who come at the door and offer you something is different because you can actually start saying, oh, I cook pizza also. What ingredient did you use in there? Or something like that. The, the thing is then you start building a rapport and then you might learn that, oh, he's using something totally different that you say, oh. I never thought of using this, and if I do, I will actually improve my cooking skill. And then you go for it. But if you come from a place that you are not able to cook any meal that you love, then you're dependent on somebody else's pizza. And when that person comes, the negotiation skill will be different because then you come from a place of being hungry and you just want to put your teeth into that pizza and that oftentimes come at a cost. And that is, again, you know, something to be mindful when you are in a situation where you are being shown the bright, shiny object syndrome. Fear of missing out on something is real. I want to say this. Years ago, Ali Brown was coming up with a program. It was all about marketing. It was a a full year of understanding how marketing works it was pretty pricey and I thought about that I felt like well with the skincare I will certainly need marketing and she said something that was valuable to me she said you can go to school but you will never learn the experience of someone who's already done it and I thought well she's got a point there she's already show result in her own company she obviously attracted me into her funnel so I knew she was doing something right and at the time she said it is now like I had to I remember I thought well maybe I'll sign up for later maybe I do it later In the end I thought about that and I said no I need to know about marketing now before it's before I get further into the development of the skincare And I'm glad I did because two years later she stopped the program meaning that if I had waited, I would have missed out on that opportunity. It served me a purpose at that time, and I'm glad I signed in in that time. Now, there's another aspect, and this is the intuition. The The intuition plays a very interesting role in the body. I experienced not long ago someone, uh, I will name him Bob, Bob wants me to be part of something he wants to work with. And it looks great and, and all these things that he's talking about. But the more he talks to me, the more my inside are like just like dancing. But it, it's like um, a turmoil instead of being, wow, this feels so good. And I I had to really pay attention to what I was feeling because I thought, is it fear or is it that it sounds too good to be true. And trust me, I, that was a, a really like eye-opening moment where I'm like, wow. Well, all the things he was saying, like he's got all these toys and fancy things and he could help me promote my business. But that was the thing, actually. It was never about me promoting my business. It was always about him promoting himself and me as a sidekick that would share information, my information, but it was never clear who would get what. But it was always clear that he was building his name. And because I was not getting the clarity I was seeking, this is what was getting my stomach to turn and churn. and Because I was like, it's taking me away from my journey. Later on, I sat on this idea and what came to me was a whisper that was whispered from inside my soul. It said, he will stifle my light and I had to make a big effort to say no. Like I call him back. I said, Bob, for as much as it sounds good, I'm out. In the end, I followed my intuition and I'm glad I did. I prefer working on my success than in somebody else's success, especially when the outcome was absolutely unclear. At a time, when you're in that position of having to make a decision, it can be challenging because your brain is too busy thinking of the thing that you will miss if you don't have it. The brain cannot visualize the future outcome if it never happened in the past unless you use visualization, which then can be a very powerful tool to help you move forward in life. So this concludes my episode today on how to tell the difference between fear and intuition. And hopefully this gives you some insight as to what is your right next best step when you're in a position where you wander. And hopefully that it helps you, guide you through life in making wise decision as you progress forward. I thank you so much for listening in and you have a wonderful day. Bye for now. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com.